Me and my friends do sinister things And that's because we're cynical beings And we're living in a house And we're chilling upstairs And we're doing a podcast Impaired Welcome back everyone To the Impaired Upstairs podcast Hello Yeah uh, Big updates and developments going on on this episode Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm Cody I'm Brady I'm Ryan I'm Kara Yep and Welcome, Kara, to the Impaired Upstairs podcast. And Thank this you. is the first episode with you in it. Yes. Yeah. You've been around for many of them, but this is the I first have one been that present, you. But I haven't been on one in yet. In front of the microphone. Mm. So, uh, for those that don't know, Kara is my lovely wife. Uh, That's still going to take some time getting used to. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're still weird. getting used to it. <laughs> and, uh, a couple months ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry for the little delay in uploading. We took a hiatus. Yeah, there were a lot of new developments, and we needed to uh, do some work. You know. Yes. Yeah. So we, um, we all we all have uh, our own lives that that take up like time, and and we have priorities of our own. So we're glad to be back, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, in case you're not watching this on YouTube, we now have video. Yes, yeah. we do. It's it's a new development. Um, so you can watch us actually on YouTube now. Um, it's a it's pretty cool. Also, if you're seeing this live, you can see that we have T-shirts. Yes, we do. Yes. That's another do. cool. It development. even says our names, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if if you want a T-shirt, you can let us know. Um, we do have several. Yeah, we have quite a few. The and sweatshirts, they're nice. Uh, they won't have your name on it. Though we we since we're the hosts, we have our names yeah. on hey our man, shirts. Just, just get a white white paint marker, do some arts and crafts. Well, and you can you yeah. can make it your own if you're yeah. so a little inclined. stencil. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, um, what was the process involved in getting the video all set up? Like, what's what's all the gear we're rocking right now that we weren't rocking a couple episodes ago? Oh, okay, man. it's been uh, quite a long coming. It's one of those situations where you think you have everything you need, and then you're like, "Oh, nope, I need to get another thing," and then I need to get another thing. Oh yeah. So, um, we had to get a couple cameras, uh, so we can get a couple different camera angles. We had to get a green screen and a backdrop. So we Mm -hmm. have a green backdrop and a white backdrop for whenever we feel like switching around. Um, uh, We also had to get lights because cameras don't pick up very well inside if you don't have lights. Uh, It's crazy the amount of light difference between outside that you're actually getting from the sun versus like ceiling lights. Right. Yeah, big difference. And you need something to light up your face that makes it look good and not just like... Shadowy and... Yeah. Um, So we have not one, but two... Ooh, look at that. Whoa! (laughs) Check that out. And we're overlaid on the top of all the cameras and everything, so it's beautiful. Or you can turn it off. It's a pretty pretty sweet look. Fine. Kind of cool. I don't know. I dig it. Yeah, Uh, it's... A big development. We'll come oh. back to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa! For all the we audio, in the void. for all the audio listeners, we're playing around with the camera switcher, and it's uh, it, it's gonna take some practice, but it's yeah. a yeah, it's it's a fun development. Um, oh yeah, so that's another thing that we had to get is the camera switcher, um, so that way we can just switch things on the fly and have different camera angles and all that, and uh, 
Yeah. That's a cool dude. I figured it'd be a lot more like complicated and weird of an apparatus than that. It's just like a simple little keyboard looking thing and it just all it does all the magic. Yeah, so you can get ones that are a lot bigger and more complicated, but this is like the uh kind of entry level one. Um gets the job done for sure. Yeah, exactly. So we can have up to four different inputs and uh it's it's a dandy little guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty pretty nice. Pretty nice stuff. Indeed. Um, so uh, before we get too carried away, I do want to talk about the drink of the week. Yeah. Yep. The drink of the week is Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Oh, and yeah. if you're watching on video, it's kind of funny because the label is green. Um, so and we have the green screen going. So it kind of it, it, it cuts out a lot of the label. But it, it actually does a testament to how good the green screen is. Um, yeah. Voodoo Ranger Imperial, Imperial IPA. IPA. It's delicious. It's um, pretty good. It's, it's, nine, all, it's all right. 9% ABV. So oh, that explains. Enjoy responsibly. That explains how things... Okay. Yeah. It is 9%, I, isn't it? I get <laughs> yeah. some uh, kind of coffee notes off of it. Mm. Let, let, everyone, do a taste. Do a taste. Except for Kara, you have a... Uh, mm, Costco cloth? Yeah. Not an IPA family. Little basic, but so that's okay. Basic. Ta a, tasting yeah. now? Tasting. Yeah. All, all six million taste buds. How does it go? <laughs> Roll it around. Roll, Roll it around. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, it's it's almost like stouty, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a little bit bitter, but it's good. Well it's refreshing. Yeah, it's kind of uh like my attitude, a little bit bitter. A little but. bit bitter, but also um sweet at times. <laughs> 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 and always refreshing. Oh, always. 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 Um and without further ado, Band of the Week. La Dispute oh, yeah. uh, out of Great Rapids, Michigan. Uh, yeah. They're a good band. Um, they make some pretty cool, like, their music's kind of like pop punk, but not really. It's more uh, post, uh, what is it? It's, they're like a post-metal Midwestern emo band. Uh, and, yeah. Your favorite kind of band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some, some really good music, uh, a lot of almost beautiful songs very uh, very emotional like inc yeah. incredibly emotional yeah so go check them out what are a few of their uh, what are a few of their good tracks do you like uh king park is my favorite one and then um what's that one it's it's tiny tiny small hands not too not tiny moving hands that's oh tiny tiny moving tiny moving hands. parts is a band is a <laughs> such that's a band such small hands such small hands oh okay Ti mm. okay not to get <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> Isn't that a Trump joke? No, oh, he has small hands. Oh no, <laughs> they uh, they did. That was a thing that they were talking about. Uh, Trump's hands being small. Yeah. There's also an Always Sunny episode where the lawyer is really concerned. Right. There's a few of them. He's he's a, a repeat um, character on that show. And right. He's very self conscious about his small hands. Which they're just normal sized hands, but he's so self conscious about them that he uh, goes through the uh, trouble of making giant, um, like hand paper mache hands. Yeah, and then he's like trying to do his lawyer oh, business. Oh, they're, they're rubber. They're rubber hands. That's right. And yeah, he's trying to go about he's his wearing lawyer like Hulk hands. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, like those little Hulk hands you have when you're a kid, and you're like, Hulk smash! Those were awesome. It, it's essentially I that. still bust them out from time to time. <laughs> when you need Wreck to do some powerful. Havoc. Yes. Yeah, uh, those have like the little bar on the inside they that got, you can yep, hold. Those the little bar awesome. on the inside, just oh like punch gosh. your brother with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cody and I definitely do you ever like... Have, do you ever have Hulk hands, Kara? We, I did. We were they yours or were they like siblings? I don't remember whose they were, but I somehow end up, always ended up with them. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> you're the older sister. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Showing everyone what's what. They're great because you can punch each other and it doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. You know? yeah. It still makes your parents mad, but that's <laughs> part of the fun. <laughs> I don't know. I think our parents just kind of let us, like, <laughs> just, let it happen. just go outside Whatever. and do it. They're boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have the drink of the week. We have the band of the week. Uh, we have... Are we going to ask Kara the normal questions? Oh, oh yeah. Kara. Yes. What's got you excited lately? <laughs> I applied for a new job. Oh, that's you so did? exciting. So yeah. where are you working now? I'm currently working at McDonald's. I'm a night pr- the primary nighttime manager. That is a sweet gig. Yeah. It, pretty decent pay, but I'm looking to expand my horizons, kind of move that's, on to my next step. That's a, a lot of responsibility, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility, a lot of making sure you're in charge of everyone that's on shift during how, later nights. How many employees uh, are you Do you boss around? <laughs> on uh, she's a, um, what's that? what's that word? Boss girl, girl boss, girl, girl boss. boss. Yeah, real girl <laughs> boss. <laughs> she is. Uh, how many? How many I, employees okay. are you usually in charge of at one time? Um, I've been in charge of a max of twenty. Oh wow! Holy smokes, that's a lot. Well done. Yeah. And you organize. I can barely control myself. Yeah, I was gonna say like you actually were able to organize that because I'd be like, ah. yes, I've turned into the scary boss that nobody. Oh no! Stands up to. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Hey, that kind of works. But I'm also the fun boss. Okay. Yeah, true. Right so on. tell us about the new place, if you don't mind sharing. Uh, so I applied to our local hospital um, to be a lab tech aide. It's starting nights is what I applied for, and it starts at about a little over $20 an hour. And Woo! I get yeah, to awesome. steal not people's bad. blood. For, uh, <laughs> for where we live, that is that is not bad. Yeah, yeah that's no, quite for good. for sure. That's quite good, indeed. And they'll put me through all of the classes and all the training to be licensed to do it as well. Yeah, and on occasion, I'll see you at work. You will. Yeah. And you'll see me at work. Kind of cool. Is that Now, is that considered a conflict of interest? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No worries. So how did you, you find that? Or what, what, uh, what led you to uh, finding that position being open? So my best friend, Kiara also is a lab tech aide and she was commenting that i should get a job at the hospital with her and we would get to work together and so i was browsing one day and i noticed that there was a position open for the same thing she does on the same shift wow and i just applied for it you were like hey i want to work with my bestie yeah honestly yeah and kiara was a um bridesmaid of yours in our wedding she was yes very cool yeah that's awesome I'm really excited for you, Kara. Uh, Thank you. I, I, I have a question. Um, you, we, I think we had a conversation a little while about oh, a little while ago about calling your significant other a girl boss. Um, we, were, we? we were, yeah, we were trying to decide whether it was cringe or not for a guy to call his girlfriend or wife or significant, significant other, other a girl boss. 
Do you remember that conversation? No. <laughs> Ryan, uh, do you remember? I, I, I don't remember us talking about that for like a significant other. Okay. I, I call um, I call Liz a girl boss. Oh cause yeah, because she's a girl boss. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Did we decide whether it's cringe to call your significant you know, other a girl boss? I don't think it is. I think it's like the the saying it all the time, maybe. Right. Like right. too often. I think it's like the alpha male of uh ladies you know yeah sorry exactly you, you mentioned boss. alpha male and i i realized that i was slouching in my seat yeah, fix your posture like, come on uh <laughs> 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 just kidding i'm clearly a sigma <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she, she. <laughs> oh no oh man so we, yeah we, we officially we, just went there oh we, yeah we go into the we pop party. culture and everything you know the the modern day that you know the gen zers and everything well we we're are pretty, we're pretty cool like, we, we are we're i gen we're the internet generation we're awesome. ruining the country. <laughs> I feel like we're all in that age, though, where we were still, like, stuck in the millennial stuff while being that next generation. So we got a mix of all of it. Yeah, like, if you were born in, like, super late 90s or really early 2000s, there's a chance that, like, your house maybe didn't have internet for a while when you were really it, little. Yeah. If, yeah. if you were born much later than that, then you were born into technology, like, full force. If you were a poor kid growing up in the early 2000s, you had the exact same stuff as a kid born in the 90s. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yep. I've heard that. You know, um, VHS and I I just got done reading a book, well listening to it because Audible. Uh not sponsored by the way. Um but it's called The Coddling of the American Mind and hold your thoughts on the title of the book because it sounds like Oh, this is gonna be about like all oh, those stupid little snowflakes and like it's right. n- it's not like that at all. Okay, like it's it's a little bit kind of like that, but it's it backs up the stuff that it's saying with uh like actual data and whatnot. Um, and it's mostly about uh like censorship on college campuses and oh, yeah. how. It, but it's also about like how children have been raised and there it, it's a good book it's a good book i encourage everybody to read it regardless of your political stance and thoughts anyway um they were saying that uh gen z is anything born after 1995 so take that for what you will um I mean, if you're born at you, you, 90, Brian, 98? 99. 99, okay. I mean, that's pretty far I'm, away from 95. We're, we're, yeah, we're in it. We're in the criteria. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of people listening right now that are like, oh, those, those Gen Z, they're the worst generation. And every every generation ever has said that about the next generation. That's a good point. Always. So That's this, a good point. There's this uh, joke about the Marine Corps, and it goes, uh, Samuel Nicholas, Captain Samuel Nicholas, was in Tun Tavern on um, November 10th of 1775, and he, s- he said, we're going to start the Marine Corps. Here's the sign-up page. Uh, recruits have to bring their own rifles. And the first guy went up, he signed up. He had his own rifle with him, and uh, he, you know, walked over and began the Marine Corps. And then the next guy walks up. And he says, "Well, I don't have my own rifle." And Captain Samuel Nichols says, uh, "Okay, we'll, we'll provide you a rifle." 
And he walks into the line, and the other guy says, you know, back in my day, we used to have to bring our own rifles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it never ends. It, right. It's, yeah. it's always, uh, it's always, you know, the new core, or the new generation mm -hmm. is always worse. And that's, that's a tale as old as time, and it's yeah. always going to be the same. I feel like I've even heard of ancient Grecians saying, or Grecian, Gre anyway, um, saying, yeah, you you younger kids, you don't know what you're doing. You have it so easy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just a tale, tale as old as time, I so think you said. Sounds like uh, something that Diogenes would say. <laughs> Diogenes. Why don't you do, you, do you have any fun Diogenes stories? Oh, my goodness. So, Diogenes of Sinope. Sinope meaning uh, like squalor. Uh, you know, he, he lived in a gutter in Greece. Uh, somewhere in Greece, I assume. Yeah. And uh, one of those old philosopher guys. Right. So, he, he, chose to live in the gutter it's not that he you know couldn't move out but he he didn't like material possessions and he didn't like people who liked material possessions so he'd uh stomp around in the mud and roll around in his gutter and then he would go into some of the philosophers houses and like jump on their beds and in their bed sheets and everything and get them all muddy get mud all over the floor uh he so there was there was something about one of the philosophers there, uh, who uh, name a couple. Uh, come on, help me out. Here. Socrates. Socrates. Thank uh, you. Uh, Archimedes. That's I, the one that I was looking for. Okay. Was, uh, was Socrates? I have no idea so, the timeline on this. So I, I'm pretty sure that it was Socrates who said that m man was nothing more than a large bipedal bird with uh, broad toenails, something like that. Featherless. Feather. Fe a yeah. large bipedal featherless bird yeah. with. Uh, broad toenails. So Diogenes plucked a chicken and then threw it in front of the people and said, uh, "Behold, Diogenes, or by, behold, Socrates, man." <laughs> yeah, trolled. Yeah. <laughs> so Alexander the Great was visiting Greece, and he came upon uh, Diogenes sitting in his gutter, and he said, "Diogenes, what are you doing sitting in the gutter?" And he said, Diogenes said. I was looking for the bones of your father, but I can't distinguish them from those of your slaves. Ooh. I think I've heard that. He said that to the most powerful man in the world at the time. Then he said, uh, could you move out of the way? You're blocking my sunlight. And Alexander walked away with his um, associates and said to them, if I were not Alexander, I would wish to be Diogenes. <laughs> so there's uh, some, some Diogenes of Sinope uh, facts for you. He would often uh, go to these big parties and jump up on the table and urinate all over. <laughs> Pretty metal. Oh my! See, it's it's really astounding that history chose to remember this guy. It's like <laughs> it, it's like you'd think he would have like ticked off enough enough of the people at the time that they would have been like. We can't even we can't even bring this guy up. Let's just write him out of history. But I guess they didn't have the forethought. Well, Greece valued philosophy, so. I mean, if you think about it, he's really like the original troll in a lot of ways. Oh my goodness! Yes, he's absolutely the OG troll. It's it's really impressive. Straight out of Greece. I like the quote <laughs> where it's uh, if I weren't Alexander, I'd be Diogenes. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that says a lot about um. 
people like people's respect for other people right and right. showing that uh like if you show someone what's what and you speak your mind they may respect you more for it even if you don't think they will yeah and diogenes who's who he doesn't care about anything he sits in a gutter all day and that's where he lives in a barrel in the gutter <laughs> <laughs> and alexander's used to people like kissing up to him and trying to impress him yeah so he's he gets, the most powerful he gets man trolled. In the world. he gets trolled and then he's like hmm, interesting I respect this man. It's also interesting how that has kind of become like the life of little possessions has made its way into uh, other philosophical settings. It's like... For sure. You know, like a lot of people are like, oh... Like being a monk? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was thinking kind of like that. Like a lot of uh, Catholic uh, doctors doctrinaires i suppose um they were like yeah you got to give up all your stuff and uh i think that's also kind of part of the reason why uh the catholic church made it so that priests can't get married um because they're well one was because priests were there was a problem where people were giving their kids church stuff so they'd be like ah here uh, my son, now you inherit the church, essentially, which isn't really great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other reason is, like, well, if you were a... Uh, it's kind of like a... What do they call that? Monarchy, where it's, like, kings and princes. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. It's... Uh, there's a na- nepotism. Be- it's kind of... It's nepotism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But the the other reason that they had to give up having children... Um, was so that they could think philosophically and not have to worry about having like pleasing their wife and pleasing their children and like they could just sit and think about the church and about prayer and, and about, all their like, no material possessions theology yeah yeah right yeah who who there was another philosopher and I can't another old Greek philosopher who uh yeah he like was never thinking about his wife. And she finally had enough of him, and she threw a chamber pot on him. And he was oh, like, <laughs> he a, was, a chamber a pot? A chamber pot. That's like what they used to take leaks in back in the day. Oh. Yeah. What? Gross. Did they have like a separate piece of cookware for just their leaks? Ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. L-E-E-K. <laughs> That's adorable, Cody. Uh, um, I should leave. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he was like, yeah, women, if you want to be a philosopher, not the way to go. Just don't have it. Just stay focused on your philosophy. Right. Um, hey, you want to bring up those articles? Yeah, so yeah. we have uh, here on the screen. Brie did some, some compiling. A drunk driver <laughs> found with <laughs> cocaine and mushrooms in purse. Okay, yeah. So I I, I grabbed a couple articles that uh, were relating to drunk people, and I thought it would be interesting to you know go through them. Um, so if you scroll down, we can like take a take a peek at the article. So drunken driving, Royalton Road, on June eighteenth. Police observed a speeding Toyota with expired plates and non-operational brake lights traveling west on Royalton Road. Not asking to get pulled over or anything. Yeah, holy smokes! Not that's that's Just why a combination uh, of <laughs> that's why Jesse Pinkman <laughs> said, you know, 
fi- fix up the RV. We're we're not going to get pulled over for some stupid stuff. Yeah, well, and I've <laughs> al- I've always heard that if you're going to break the law, you should only break one law at a time. I've always heard that. That's uh, yeah, exactly. Or if you're already breaking the law really bad, just might as well break a few more. Like you're, <laughs> you're already going to get in trouble. <laughs> no, no, no. Ba- so bad idea. While talking to the driver, who greeted police by saying hi. Okay. Well, so is that like a is that a description of yourself <laughs> or, or a greeting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the officer smelled booze. Also observed in the front passenger seat were cases of white claw and beer. Keeping it classy. Keeping it classy. Yeah, she's white girl wasted apparently. <laughs> the woman driving around the Yoda who didn't know the speed limit was twenty five miles per hour said she was healed headed. I'm sorry. Uh, headed to her North Royalton home after working in South Euclid. U- Euclid, I think. Euclid. Anyway. Euclid. Uh, but, that's, you know, that's kind of a trope. It's like, do you know how fast you were going? Uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's like 30, 35, right? That's the speed limit? No, the uh, speed limit is 25. Uh, at that point, the driver admitted that her license was suspended. Ooh. Oh, man, another one. <laughs> another, another one to the list. <laughs> when asked about the odor, the woman adamantly said she had only had one drink Ooh. at a Broadview Heights bar. This She's just hitting all of the stereotypes. It's like, yeah. I swear I only had this one very drink. very cliche. I like... swear, only one drink. I mean, it's, it's getting a little bit ridiculous. She slurred. I don't want to lie to you. I don't drink and drive anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anymore. <After> <laughs> She's really not doing herself any favors A couple, couple days ago, whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink and drive anymore. I don't, I don't drink and drive any less. <laughs> 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 after you stopped him, after you saw me tonight, I, I won't anymore. I promise. <laughs> this uh, is it. <laughs> after failing a field sobriety test, during which she swayed, the woman was arrested for drunken driving. While searching her purse, police found cocaine, a pipe, and mushrooms. When asked about the contents Portobello? of her purse... Yeah, well, they didn't <laughs> specify what kind of mushrooms. They, they did not. Uh, Shiitake. The, the, the woman denied doing drugs and said she didn't know anything about them. Oh, uh, they're not mine, uh, which in Washington now uh, you can use that excuse. Like, I don't know where my friend gave me this car. I don't yeah. know where it came from. I, that is true. My, it, it was my friend's purse. Not that we condone that. No, but it, it's, yeah. <laughs> Simple driver, possession is legal in Washington well, now. They, they threw the book at her. The driver was charged with drug abuse, possession of drug paraphernalia, Driving with a suspended license and not having two working blades, lights, brake lights, brake lights. They threw the <laughs> they threw the speeding out the window. That's nice of them. Uh, that yeah. is, yeah. Uh, well, know, I feel maybe they just forgot to tack it on with all the other stuff. Yeah, they were got like, overwhelmed well, by the list. It's probably hard to prosecute for speeding than it is for like drug possession. Mm, there you go. That's true. Uh, wait, hold on. Question. Go ahead. In Washington, do you need two working brake lights? I thought technically, this is in Ohio. This is in Ohio. But I think in Washington, you only need one working brake light. I think I don't you know. only need one, but I think they will still pull you They'll over to you. let you oh. know, oh, hey, okay. you have a brake light. Verbal yeah. warning. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. This isn't legal advice. We don't, you know, we're not lawyers, so don't don't take our word for it. Uh, just what we assume. However, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm also pretty sure that you, that Washington state does not require uh, blinkers at all. 
Wait, really? Oh, re- oh yeah, because you can always you can do, do the old hand, hand signal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we, yeah, because we had to learn those in driver's ed. They make, but you but you have to use either that or a turn signal if you're turning. Right. But your but your lights can technically be burned out and they won't. Well, hold on. But what if it's dark out? Does that mean oh, yeah. that you can only drive the car in daylight? Because it seems no like otherwise that would be rather hazardous. Uh, I have you no idea. However, there are. I'm not saying that I have something like this, but there are motorcycles where the brake light and the tail light is also both blinkers. Oh yeah, but that those exist on cars now too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, they're like the big oh, strip yeah, of yeah, lights yeah. on the. Uh, You're right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for like daytime running lights, I think it okay. seems like a really terrible design. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I really don't. It, it always, bothers me. It always looks weird to me when you're pulling up to an intersection. It's red light, and someone's got their their uh, right blinker on, and you're looking at them from across the road, across the intersection, and their headlight is on. Do they have a headlight out, or is their blinker on? Yeah, it's just one of these silly newfangled cars that just the design. I don't. My I don't know why like they that. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird. Why do they do that? It's Daytime weird. running lights are weird. It's like, do they just want to sell more light bulbs or? I'll get it. <laughs> Those don't need to be on all the time. Well, uh, for, uh, apparently for black cars, it's really helpful because you kind of blend in with the road. And mm. on motorcycles, it is illegal to have daytime running lights that are off. You, really? You In Washington State, you always have to have a headlight on your motorcycle at all times. Interesting. I mean, Except when it's off and parked. Yeah. It that makes sense, sense, though. Yeah. Motorcycles are hard to see. Yeah, and people nope, aren't yep. looking for him. And yep. I only like tend to notice them because he drives one. I'm an oh, yeah. avid motorcycle rider, and um, yeah, there's times where I don't see motorcycles. But if you're riding, you know, you just got to be really uh, safe and aware. There's times where I catch other motorcycle riders that definitely aren't aware. It's like, you know, I I am looking at oncoming traffic. I'm looking at the cars in front of me. And you know you always do the little little wave, uh, and I'll see riders pass me by and they don't wave back. It's like you're not paying attention at all. <laughs> yeah, the motorcycles require your utmost vigilance at all times. Yeah, well, most of the time. Uh, they should it should be it all the should time. be all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're cruising at seventy and there's no one around you, then it's just like you know take a nap. But um. Yeah. But then you get, that's when you got to watch out for the people that are going to pull right out in front of you because that happens more often than it should. I've seen right. so many videos of motorcycles just getting pulled right out in front of. And yeah, then it's that's like, the thing. oh, yeah. that's bad. Yep. Yeah. There were some bad videos. I think I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. Those are uh, what's that, horrible. What's that YouTuber? Uh, the squid guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brian636. He's a really good one. I like watching him. Uh, but he doesn't have like big wreck videos. There's um, Moto Madness. Oh, Moto Madness! Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> I, I was on. I was on a. Uh, I was on one of those channels when I crashed uh, that quad at the dunes that one time. No way! Oh, really? It was a smaller channel. That was it was Chaos Riders. Oh huh. man! They were like, "Hey, can we use your video?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course man, you can." I want to get a GoPro. <laughs> so <that I> can <laughs> they're good. Um, they're good to have, especially if you're riding a motorcycle. They're good to have like on at all times. because yeah. it could totally save your butt in some kind of a like an insurance type deal right totally You're, or you incriminate can, you depending well on right. right so here's a question can they can the police like require you to hand over that footage if they see that you have the gopro like let's say you mess up 
And you, you have can a plead GoPro. the fifth. Uh, well, I, but can no, you? I'm pretty sure they can subpoena that information. Right. Again. Not we're legal. Not, <laughs> we are not lawyers. <laughs> we are not lawyers. However, Just thinking uh, what out I've heard here. of is they can subpoena that information. They can only do it from uh, like the the hour before or whatever. It has to be relevant. Right. Like they, they can't just subpoena like, oh, the, well, here's the entire footage that you've <laughs> ever done and then like use right. that to prosecute you for other things. Right. It has yeah. to be relevant. That would make sense. So if you're going to get in an accident on a motorcycle, don't be doing wheelies right before. Yeah. Exactly. Give it an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, upload that. Clear the data. Bless you, Kara. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Fun. You got to get a dirt bike, Cody. You got to get a street bike. Uh, well. The eternal battle. I know. I really <laughs> would okay. like to have a street bike. I want to get my, I want to buy my stepdad's 450 because it's a dual sport. So it's like dirt bike. Oh, yeah. Road oh, bike. Oh, yeah. There you go. It would be terribly slow compared to yours. Uh, most bikes are care. slow compared to Cody's. I just need, yeah. <laughs> I, I drive a, a 600. 20- a 2015 CBR 600 RR. But most bikes are fast compared to cars. Very true. The power to weight ratio. Uh, yeah. Acceleration. Acceleration wise, yeah. When you start going around corners, then cars tend to have the advantage. But yep. I can I can beat most people at a zero to sixty. I can beat most people at a uh, quarter mile. But once you start getting into like half mile and three oh. quarter and one mile, it's like. Um, that's we just cars, do a quarter mile. That's where, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense. A lot of the the dual sport bikes too are like any any like dirt bike to like road bike conversion. They usually like they won't go very fast above like 65, 70, 75 just cuz they have like dirt bike gearing. Yeah. Unless you change the gearing a bunch. But the uh the street bikes are more designed to like to do that kind of speed. Like that's why when you let out the clutch and like a on a street bike in first gear you're doing like 20. Oh yeah. 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 Whereas on a dirt bike you can like put around. Um the gearing is just completely Ooh. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cody, what does your bike go to on in first gear? In first gear, I'm pretty sure it'll get up to 60. Yeah, that's insane. Like like red light or, or like redlined. Redline right. at, at around 60 and then in three seconds. Yeah, well, motorcycle engines. With the front wheel down? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You you can rev up to like 12,000, 12, 12, uh, 12, 13? Yeah, it's 12 or 13 before it hits redline. Which is crazy. Like, okay. Yeah. For for reference, my car goes up to seventy five hundred, and that's considered a pretty high revving engine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like trucks, like diesel trucks, they go up to like three and a half, maybe. Yeah, uh, newer ones will do like four, but like older mm-hmm. ones, like three and a half, you're like way in red line. Yeah, and that's the difference. And they make most of their power like around two to twenty three hundred. And that's the difference between torque and horsepower, baby. That's yeah, yeah. right. Yep. I mean, uh, yeah, the the diesels just can't turn as fast. There's just too much going on. Yeah. I mean, there's there's reasons, I guess. They just don't rev high. And they don't have oil, so it seems like that might... Wait. Oh, they most certainly do. No, sorry. Hold on. What am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? Uh, no, never mind. Are you I, thinking of a two-stroke? Two-strokes. Just forget I even said that. That was cringe. Well, I won't so, critique you on your, on your engine. So when I'm at like cruising speed on the highway, I'll usually uh, idle at around like between three and 5,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like doing like 60. Yeah. Yep. Right. 55, I, I try to idle more at like 2,000 to 2,500. 2, yeah. Right. The problem is that with like a 450, like a, a, like a KTM 450 or some kind of like six-speed dual sport bike, if you're in like six gear and you're doing like 55, you're revving probably higher than that considerably. They just don't right. have much of a top speed. 
Like you wouldn't want to ride one on the interstate. Hmm. You'd have a bad time. Unless you change your sprockets around and then made it suffer in low gears. So Fascinating. It's kind of hey, limitation sucks. Do do we want to pull up that next story? Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Let's yeah. See. What do we have here? Oh man. We've got talking about motorcycles. No, it's good. I think <laughs> it uh <laughs> this one? Yeah, 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 sure. We'll just Okay. Trump <laughs> woman breaks into Sean Famous Foods in uh or is it New- Xi'an? That's yeah. a good reason to break in though. That I was impressed with your pronunciation. I know me, me too. You weren't I, just like Ixian? Ixian? I, <laughs> no, Excuse I've been, me? I've been playing uh I've been playing Genshin Impact oh. on mobile, and it's it's made in China, developed okay. in China, and they have a <laughs> lot of Chinese names in it, so it's like Jean, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, in Jean Famous Foods in New York City, to cook and steal. Oh, she oh wait, wait, go. Let's read it through one time. Just okay, okay, okay. No, the whole the title. Sorry. Oh, women, like drunk, drunk, drunk women, women break, break into Xiong famous, famous foods in New York City to cook and steal dumplings. dumplings. Uh, yeah, this was another story that I thought was uh, quite comical. Uh, if you wait, can, can check out the pictures. Check out the pictures. That's some dedication. Uh, dumplings. <laughs> there they the are. Dumplings. They look like uh, maybe. Women. Early thirties, late late twenties, pro- yeah, something like living that. their best life. They're just got a whole bag of dumplings, and they're like smiling and having a good time. Hey, here's our dumplings. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take a moment and eat them. All right, let's read the story. A pair of drunk women, quote unquote, uh, quoted, dr- yeah. quote unquote, drunk, allegedly, allegedly broke into a, a Chinese restaurant in New York City to satisfy a light night craving. For dumplings. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So we've all been there, hungry. We've all been there. Lo- you, just for bri- you just gotta break and enter and <laughs> like eat some Chinese well, no, food. No, you don't have to. Sometimes uh, you do. Like, <laughs> the, the you're really hungry. The trespassers managed to break into the Chelsea location of Jiang Famous Foods after an electronic lock disengaged due to a temporary power failure in the door mechanism. Right. Founder Jason Wang said. So they were just like, oh, there's a power outage and we can get in. <gasps> let's Meaning it may or may not have been <laughs> locked properly. Get some dumplings. You know? Hey, if it's, uh, if it's unlocked, that means we're welcome, right? It's like, not B&E if it's unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that reminds <laughs> not me. Not legal advice. Enough. That reminds me of Richard Chase. Do you guys know Richard Chase? No. no. Do we want to get into that? I sure. don't even know. He's a serial killer. Oh, boy. Yes. Goodness. Oh, okay. man. Here we go. Well, okay. So uh, he was like highly schizophrenic, very mentally ill person. Um, Most people that kill other people are, you know. Well, yeah. Anyway, so he would go like if there was a door that was unlocked, he took that as an invitation for him to go in. So he oh. was like, he was like, oh, the door's unlocked. Well, that must mean that they want me to come in. And he saw himself as like a messianic figure, I believe. Oh. And yeah, like he was the main character of the world. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I, he had like a whole lot of like crazy. There, people talking to him, and like, yeah, he thought that he was doing good things by like brutally murdering people wow it's really sad holy smokes um so yeah it's just like that lock and your doors people lock your doors for, yeah. for clarification not all people with uh these disabilities are like that but some are oh yeah very le- true yeah don't 
and there's generalized. There's uh, other killers that have killed without like diagnosed uh, <laughs> yeah. mental illness, unless you can consider like psychopathy and sociopathy. Right, I mean, right. which you could anyway. Yeah. Um. So, sure. Carl. Anything? Not really. I don't know a lot about. Richard right, Chase. Right. <laughs> Do you watch like the serial killer documentaries? No. Oh, that's no. interesting. Cause that's like kind of a, like it's <laughs> portrayed as like a lady thing that yeah. ladies like to watch serial killer stuff. Yeah. You know, I've heard of uh, like people, they can't watch horror movies, but they'll sit there and they'll relax. <laughs> they'll some fall asleep. Te- some Ted Bundy watching. documentary. Yeah. Like, something that actually happened. There's that, there was that, what was it? A TikTok? And it's like me watching a horror movie and sh- shuts it off and then it's like me watching a, a serial killer documentary it's like he tore out her eyes he tore out her tongue he cut open her spleen and she's like going to sleep <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible okay on the brighter side these these ladies they broke in so, to Xi'an Foods to steal dumplings the break in at 12.30am on July 11th on. was caught on a Nest Cam security footage, not an advertisement, uh, <laughs> which Wang posted on YouTube and has now received more than 45,000 views. Uh, that was at the time of this article, so who knows what it's at now. In the video, the women can be seen trying to cook dumplings in cold water <laughs> before stealing a bag of them and taking off. Oh, no. That doesn't oh work so well. You, you got to use hot water, right? I oh, believe... That would be so unappetizing, too. Like, even if you got them soft, imagine just eating a cold uh, dumpling. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, oh, also, I wonder Isn't what kind of... is there meat in there that you have to cook? Right, exactly. Like, what if it was a, a seafood dumpling and you're trying to oh, eat, like... Oh, Yikes. So the intruders left a mess that puzzled Wang and his staff the next morning, including uncooked dumplings strangely dropped into a cooker in a bun Floating on water. The lone that, bun. That's such a sad. That's such a sad image. <laughs> floating on water. Just you. You co- imagine coming into work the next day and things are like way out of place, and you're like, "Huh, okay." So due to the incident, the staff had to do a thorough cleaning and throw out affected food, putting the restaurant out of business for the day. Aww. You just took a whole day to do that. Just do we want to watch the video? Continue. We with could your if life. we muted it. I think. Pro- oh, like just play it. Just play it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. We got to describe for our audio Maybe listeners. Oh, this is a kind of a long video. Maybe pan. Pan through the video. Oh, oh, here it is. Oh, look at them. Living their best lives. Just, you know. Okay, so the women are walking into the kitchen area. The world is their oyster. They're really loud. It's really surprising that no one, like, came in and said anything, you know? Because they're being really annoying. <laughs> they're definitely kind of slurring their speech. They had to have been... What'd she say? Did you hear that right? They had to have been drunk here. I think she said, I have. S- I found some buns, maybe. Oh. I found some balls. Oh, balls. That's, that's what I thought she said. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're having a good time. Wow. Okay, so they're grabbing they're grabbing the buns. They're uh They're I'd, just talking in front they're, of the Yeah, they're let's just skip chatting. Forward. Let's try and skip forward here. They're, let's see. What a okay. couple of idiots. 
She spilled something on her shoes. Some, <laughs> some <laughs> parachute okay. sauce on her. Uh... Oh no! White girl wasted is the the theme of this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's really. What are they thinking? It's actually not that exciting of footage. They pretty much just like go in. The floor is slippery because it's probably like cleaned like a few hours before and. And then they steal the stuff and walk out. All right. So, <laughs> a second chance was offered. See, this I, I have a lot of respect for the, the owner of the restaurant for this. Go ahead and read it. The restaurant is providing the trespassers a chance to fix their momentary lapse in judgment Momentary-y, and sobriety, yeah. you apparently. Could say that. You could say that. So, no police report has been filed yet. At the time of this article. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the bag of dumplings you stole. Remember, they don't cook in cold water. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Savage. When you're ready to pay for them, as well as for related expenses, you can contact us through our website. Did not press charges. Wang promised that there will be no hard feelings if the intruders reach out soon. They can also still enjoy Xi'an Famous Foods, and this will just be a funny story to tell your friends. Uh, the incident. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. What I really hope is that the video gets like, if the guy posted the video under his account, that it gets enough views to where he can pull some like revenue off of it. That'd be great. Yeah. And then That'd everyone wins. Everyone yeah. wins. Yeah. Like they don't get in trouble. They get some dumplings out of the deal. I, he gets some AdSense out of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what related expenses amounts to as well, well because they were out of business for a for full a day. day. Yeah. So that could yeah. like rack up to a lot of money. Maybe. You know? It didn't look like they were being too destructive or anything. No, but if you're out of business for a day, like think about how much revenue yeah. a big restaurant pulls in in a day. Just in New my, York, yeah. at my restaurant, we make on average about $20,000 a day. Ooh, sheesh, yeah, wow. Sheesh. Wow. yeah, but you know, my, my personal uh, belief is that if you can do things non-judicially, you should always try and start with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Settle yeah. out of court. Yeah. So the incident has drawn mixed reactions on social media before all comments were disabled on the YouTube video and Instagram post. Some urged the restaurant to file a police report, while others praised their compassion and sense of humor. Wang pointed out that the women's actions were unacceptable and that the restaurant can choose to file a report if that is a more effective way to bring accountability. I mean, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Wang told Eater, what is Eater? I think that's a, a magazine, a, a, yeah, magazine or a website or something like that. He was aiming to harness social media to hold the suspects accountable. For now, they're choosing to delay it over doubts about how effective the NYPD or our legal system is at prosecuting these offenders for their acts. Their heinous acts. Well, yeah, I don't know if we necessarily against all dumpling kinds. need to get into the e- efficacy of the NYPD. And right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, the NYPD. Topic for another episode, maybe. Well, they, they likely have like bigger issues to deal with than some drunk girls like stealing dumplings. Yeah, like unfortunately, ago, right? You know. Unfortunately, that's just kind of what we have to deal with. I do admire the the owners of the business for not a. Uh, you know, like they understand what's going on, and it's not a huge deal. And that's that's a just a really they could have gone like really salty about it, but they didn't, and I appreciate oh. I respect them for that. It's a couple of drunk girls that want dumplings late at night. Try and cook them in cold water. Exactly. You know, like what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> just li- life goes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Life life goes on. Uh, hopefully, they they get their payment for the dumplings and 
quote unquote related expenses. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next article. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's let's pull it up. We have. A drunk postal worker arrested after falling out of a moving mail truck. He's a postal oh worker. Can you blame him? No. Okay. I mean, see, these news articles are like, mm, mm. If you deliver mail, you have to cope somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so Seneca Falls, New York. Okay. There's a tr- reason why they call it going postal. That, <laughs> that was, uh, we're going dark again. That was because of uh, that a, one guy. A, a shooting that happened. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Another book that I was listening to, um, it's called Influence by Robert B. Cialdini. It, that's a, it's another great book. Um, he mentioned that uh, because of the press that the initial postal shooting got, there were a lot of um, there were a lot of postal workers that were like, "Oh, that guy's like me, so that's how I should handle my issues." Um, so what they were what they discovered is essentially that uh, like people try and act like people that are like them and they're inspired and they learn from people that are like them. And so they, uh, it, it kicked off like a whole series of uh, postal worker shootings. Oh, wow. When was that? Nineties uh, or something? Yeah. Maybe eighties, maybe. Or I, I, I don't really, I don't no really idea. know, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's where the term going postal comes from because yeah. They made a video. They made video games about that, didn't they? Postal One and Postal Two. Sounds right. You ever play those? Those are weird. Games. No weird games. <laughs> what's what? Sounds uh, interesting. What's the premise? They're just like they're like shooters, like shooter games, and they're like <laughs> oh dear. Sh- that's no, yeah, so yeah. Awful. They're incredibly. They're like um some of the most violent, really weird, strange games. There's like weird weapons that are like unworldly. Oh, that um, sounds terrible. I've, I've never played Aww. it. I've only seen like gameplay. That reminds I, me of the No Russian episode. Uh, I, <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, no Russian from Call of Duty is a uh, level in Call of Duty where you play as a deep undercover agent working in uh, Ukraine. I think Ukraine. Yeah. And then you go into an airport with these. Uh, Russian terrorists and uh, commit a terrorist yeah, act. Com- commit an act of terrorism. Uh, so very controversial. Dark. Uh, very, very, very dark. Very controversial. I think it was censored that you couldn't play that level in certain countries. And like it, it, was it was it was skippable. I believe in all countries it was. A That's right. <laughs> uh, a skippable level. Right, which makes sense. I mean, that's good that they left that feature that you could just skip it entirely if you feel morally. I mean, which you probably should feel morally objectionable, obje- to feel a moral objection towards uh, mowing you know, down groups of innocent civilians. Yeah, with exactly. A machine gun. And and actually, you can go through the entire level, uh, purportedly, uh, without shooting any civilians. So that's good. Oh, that'd give you away. <laughs> yeah, but it's a video game. And then you know it's probably it's probably been uh, long enough. If you have an intention to play the level, spoiler warning. Uh, but you do get found out in the very end of. The yeah, game. no matter what you do, they find out that you're uh, an undercover agent. And, you can yeah. shoot every single civilian there, <laughs> and they they still find out. Oh. That was dark. <laughs> Shoot some more civilians, maybe. No, stop. Oh yeah, we gotta oh we gotta worry about what we say on here. Uh, Goodness, don't shoot civilians, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, really, don't. Don't. 
Yeah, in yeah. case that needed to be said <laughs> anymore. Yeah, unless it's in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I mean, and even the no then, mission. even then, it's a morally like it's just just pic- pixels on a screen, man. It's just pixels on a screen. I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, I do want to get into Bloodborne by the end of the episode. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. Let's continue. Yeah, yeah with, with this article. Where are we here? Okay, so Seneca Falls, New York. <laughs> oh, yeah, the postal worker that <laughs> fell out of their truck. <laughs> Going postal, a postal worker fell out of a moving mail truck and was arrested for driving while intoxicated, Seneca Falls police said. The worker, 56-year-old John Egan Jr. of Auburn, was delivering mail in the town of Seneca Falls at about 5.45 p.m. That's 45 yeah. minutes past. Yeah, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, and he was, you know, he was not breaking that rule. Yeah. It's five o'clock in New York time, so I mean, <laughs> he doesn't have a problem. On Saturday, when he fell out of the moving vehicle, which continued to cross Bradley Avenue without <laughs> him, according to the Seneca Falls Police, the mail truck eventually crashed crashed into a hedgerow. <laughs> okay, this That's guy cool. was there like a bunch of damage. I mean, I'm sure there was a damage to the hedgerow. Yeah, poor hedgerow. Agro's back though. Well, yeah, but I'm, sh- yeah, I don't know. But there was nothing else. Oh, it's not bad. So, I mean, it is bad. It's just a learning lesson. You know, don't do, <laughs> don't do that again. Slap on the hands. So he sustained Back several abrasions, uh, several abrasions from the fall, but refused medical treatment at the scene. Police said, get me a cancel. Nice. Uh, investigating officers found that Egan was operating the vehicle while drunk and charged him with felony driving while intoxicated and reckless driving. Police say they also ticketed him for not wearing a seatbelt and failing to give on half of the roadway. What does that mean? What does that L- mean? Uh, because he he didn't give like failing failure to yield. Is that driving the other lane? Uh, I don't know. It's New York speak. He was transported to the Seneca County Correctional Facility to await arraignment, but has since been released, according to jail records. I have a question. Are oh. Postal workers required to wear a seatbelt? Yeah. Probably. Oh, they are. Okay. I mean, you got to wear a seatbelt if you're operating a forklift at a like a private facility. Like, you have to. I mean, you're supposed to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, even if you're just hopping in and out, you got to click the seatbelt. I, I think the the only exceptions are for... Uh, School buses. Emergency buses, maybe. Buses and emergency vehicles. Isn't that kind of <laughs> weird that you don't have to wear a seatbelt on a bus? Yeah, but there's a squishy seat right in front of you for your face to hit if there's ever an accident. Yeah, but what if it goes sideways? That's just kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's going all dark. It's all, it's all about money. It's all uh, about impaired money. upstairs going dark. Well, it would cost so much money to put a seatbelt in every seat. You know, it's just kids. Like, yeah. I think the school buses that I rode always had like two seatbelts on the very front seats oh, for yeah. tiny children, and then everyone else was like, "Matt, eh, you're fine." Man, wow! <sighs> Have you ever seen like the footage of bus accidents and when they like roll over? Oh, I no. don't know. That's horrible. People go flying, dude. It's really that's bad. horrible. Jeez. Let's just, not watch it here on the. It's really bad no. when, you, when you see all the dust get knocked off the seats because it was like such a oh yeah an impact. Yeah. We didn't just, like, tip, but we had a scary thought, like situation where we thought we were going to tip over on a school bus. It was oh, during geez. all the snow. Uh, oh. The bus slid and it drift. hit and it got stuck and we weren't like none of us really knew what was going on so we just kind of felt the bus kind of jiggle and we were terrified. Oh, oh no. It was interesting. You how, survived though. Yeah, how yeah. old were you at the time? 
Oh, this was high school. This oh, was here. Oh, okay, okay. So, I think I was, it was my sophomore year. Okay, so like 15, 16 in there. Yeah. yeah. Scary. Frightened. Uh, also, we live in a society. We most certainly we do. do. Yeah. Society. Thank you, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that oh. come from? <laughs> oh, okay. Man, Look oh, at this, gentlemen. Wow. One. This okay. is. This guy's in trouble for something. Ru- you can just tell. Uh, Ryan, can you. Shut off here. Uh, okay, here we go. Weatherspoons kicked woman out after mistaking Parkinson's for being drunk. Okay, this oh, no. story is really <laughs> sad. This is a really sad story. Horrible. I feel so bad for this woman. Uh, this is, is in the UK, metro.co.uk. Um, a woman has received an apology. Read it in the accent. A woman. <laughs> I, <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> a woman has received an apology. There you go. After We're she get was wrongly for ordered UK to leave a pub. George will no. listen to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll, He'll be silently judge. <laughs> so staff at Witherspoons, <laughs> Carnarvon, North Wales, thought Helen Fish, 60, was drunk. When in fact she has Parkinson's disease. Should I? No, I'm gonna stop. Okay. okay so <laughs> yeah, that was hard to listen to. <laughs> so, so the cops thought the Bobbies thought that she no, was it wasn't. Drunk. A, it was it was the the staff. The staff. Oh. At the restaurant thought that the lady was drunk or bar. Yeah. I'm not familiar with Weatherspoons. It's a pub. It's a Parkinson's. Pub. It's a pub. It's a pub. <laughs> so she and her husband Martin had traveled 200 miles. From Scunthorpe to the uh, to Farnyworth Pub, traveling on the tube, where she, <laughs> where she was told she was falling all over the place and would have to leave. Oh no, <laughs> this poor woman! Oh no! Aww. So they told the pub manager about Helen's condition, but they insisted they should go because they had upset the worker. Oh my goodness! Quite tragic, isn't it? So Helen said she was upset. What about me? I've got a walking stick. I wear a pump around my neck to administer morphine, and my tablets were out on the table. How could they mistake this? How could anyone look at me and think anything other than I must have a problem? I uh, keep reading. I feel bad for this person. Once we get to the part with where the with the waitress, it's like, oh, this waitress was just having a bad day. For years, I've put up with people staring at me but I've never been told to leave a pub before because someone's mistaken me for a drunk. We'd enjoyed a couple of drinks at the pub before going for a walk, after which we sat outside a nearby chip shop and had something to eat. Maybe a crisp shop. Crisp crisp chips. A chips. No, chips are French. She had French fries. French fries. Crisps. Chips. Crisps are French fries, right? Wait, no. Wait. Crisps yes. or chips? No, crisps, crisps or chips. Crisps and or chips, chips are or french, french fries. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Go. <laughs> well, these British people, they really need to get it together. Nearby chip shop. Yeah. And had something to eat. But then we went back inside the Weatherspoons to order a couple more drinks. Rum and lemonade for me. Lager for Martin. At which a point... Uh, at which a point a... I'm sorry. At which point a young girl came over and said, You can leave once you finish these. You've had enough. Thank you. My husband asked wow. what she meant by that, and she said, your wife's falling all over the place. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So I tried to explain that I have Parkinson's, and that causes me to shake and sway about. Honestly, I can't keep still. I even slip and slide while sitting down, and am forever falling off of chairs. But all the girl could say was, I'll be keeping an eye on you. 
No apology or anything like that. Wow. Sorry, I like to think of the girl as saying, I'll be keeping an eye on you. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what came to mind for me, too. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this this girl... She ugh. thinks she's a girl boss, but she's really not. No. Yeah. This is the opposite of girl boss. She's a girl bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a girl b- bad. Exactly. So what J.D. Weatherspoon spokes- spokesman said, Weatherspoon apologizes for the inconvenience and upset caused to Mrs. Fish during her visit to the tarf. <laughs> this these people Tuffern Tafarney Porth Tafarney Porth Cairnfarn Having investigated the manner uh the matter with the management team, the pub staff mistook the customer's symptoms as possible signs of intoxication. When the member of staff was advised that Mrs. Fish suffered from Parkinson's, she apologized for any upset caused by the mistake. The company wishes to echo the apology provided the pub team on the day and if Mrs. Fish wishes to contact the company's head office directly then it will address her concerns personally. Weatherspoon places great importance I'm getting prepared up here. Uh, (laughs) Weatherspoon places great importance on its pub's being welcoming places for all customers and looks forward to Mrs. Fish returning as a customer in the future. Now, she's not going to drive 200 miles away just to be told that she's drunk. No free drinks <laughs> or anything from the pub. Wow. Oh, wow. Way, well, to, way to be inviting. I'm sure if she contacts corporate, she'll have a nice, you know, they'll be like, here's a massive gift card, and, like, we're so sorry for everything that happened. Please. Are you going to pay for her uh, gas there and back? It's 200 miles. Well, she can just call them or something. And it sounds like Weatherspoons. I'm not familiar with UK chain restaurants and pubs, but it sounds like Weatherspoon is oh, uh, like a, oh. a chain. So maybe there's one in her local area where she can just be like, yeah. all right, I'm paying I for I was discriminated against in another place. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And now you guys are reaping the benefits. Next. Are we moving on? Uh, I don't know. Sure. What do yeah, you guys yeah, think? Yeah, let's all do right. it. Okay. All right. Next article. So, woman arrested after police find her drunk on the river. That's just a good, like, Sunday, like, you know, afternoon. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, how can you get in trouble for that? Where can the story go from here? So, uh. Amanda Ray Connolly, 28, of Guntersville, Alabama. All right, we're in Alabama. <laughs> was arrested this can in go Rome. Anywhere. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Rome, Alabama, after reports oh, said. When in Rome, right? Police found, <laughs> police found her intoxicated and causing a scene at the levee boat dock. Reports stated that Connolly was found using vulgar and profane language while floating down the river. It's normal? You've <laughs> been to Lake Sutherland? <laughs> so so is she just like floating down the river like cursing and like ah, yeah. and up yours and you know all this? That's what I do. <laughs> Brian, you're a terrible influence. So police went on to say that while being placed under arrest, she fought with officers, refusing uh-huh. to be taken into custody. That, that'll screw you up. You don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's bad. Conley is charged with public intoxication and obstruction. Oh, that's that's it. It's a short little one. Yeah, wow. I mean, you know, what else are you going to be doing while you're floating down the river? Uh, thanks for thanks coosvalleynews.com. Well, like the thing about doing something like that is like you can you can do that. Like you could drink and kind of hanging out the rivers or like at a lake as long as you don't like hurt yourself or hurt someone else. Right, you got to keep it. If you're it causing under a scene, yeah. Right. If you're causing a scene and you're like asking for it basically, then hey, like not much sympathy for me, you know. It's Just keep to yourself and like enjoy your day and don't use vulgar language. Right, it you're sounds supposed like to be enjoying was... yourself if you're out on a river intoxicated. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder if mistakes El- were probably made by her. Oh yeah, definitely. 
I wonder if Alabama has stricter laws when it comes to that kind of stuff too. Like, I feel like I feel like the South in general is just like. I feel like everyone knows like the town sheriff, and they're like, "Oh, you you get back home. You, like, le- don't let me see you doing this again." That you know that could be true, but also she was she was in Rome, and she wasn't in her hometown, so oh. you know maybe she was uh, like she didn't happen to know the sheriff, and she yeah. got in trouble. Maybe I don't know. I I wonder if they are more lax on stuff like that. Hard to say. Hard to say. Every uh, I don't know. They're very they're very uh, they have a lot of hospitality down there. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, from my experience being down south very briefly, there uh, everyone's like very, like people just like you're walking down the street, people like look at you and like smile and like nod. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're just like different, different kind of vibe down there. Okay, so what I what I've heard is that in the south, they're really nice to your face and then they're mean behind your back, but in the north, they're like kind of rude to your face, but then they're nice behind your back. Interesting. I don't know. Um, I was down there for a week, so anyone that was going to be mean behind my back, I wasn't there for. Oh, okay, yeah. Complete ignorance. So maybe they were mean behind your back, but you're all the way up here now, so who cares? I tell that ginger kids from the north. (laughs) Look up up Haleas. Oh, no. So. Northerners. I know it. Northerners. Their tea is very, very sweet. Oh, in the south. Went to Kentucky. Well, because they, like, they heat up the tea and then they put the sugar in while it's hot so right? it like really dissolves yeah so it dissolves cools down extra. and starts crystallizing out of solution essentially it's that's like what syrupy I've heard. yeah i had some sweet tea at this uh it was called uh, like captain's quarters it was this like place to eat in, in uh louisville 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 and uh the, the tea it was like it was quite literally like sticky syrup like it was thick sweet tea hmm. it was very sweet it was like i drank like half of it and i'm like can't do it right i've heard that if you're not Pour my water it, into it didn't yeah. let anyone see me do it because like, <laughs> like yeah they wouldn't be into that yeah th- it would be bad if you did that they mm. would like they'd S- sacrilege yeah yeah so Kara. yes you have other aspirations <gasps> i do yeah so tell us a little bit about that i want to eventually start my own business um doing hair makeup nails for events so like cosmetology and stuff like that yeah awesome specifically for events not specifically like okay it it could be for anything i'll have events throughout the year because it's not gonna be an event every day but in between that i'll either you know work at a salon doing hair or in a nail studio doing people's nails um just something for the day to day and then along with a business oh gotcha so the business would be almost like a side gig until you realize that you have more business than you ever realized and then it'll turn into your full thing that's yeah. kind of like like what ryan yeah yeah <laughs> that's how it was yeah and um for i really hope that if you pursue something like that and i really hope you do because it's very like it's the way to go it's really awesome very rewarding um, it's very rewarding like you, you just you just have to be uh, ready to like work 80 hours every week like you just have to be ready for it yeah no for sure and um but no I, I i hope you do that and um what you'll probably find is if you can if you can do work that's like a better degree of quality than everyone else then you will never not be busy you will never ever not be busy right always just put quality work in and it'll pay off yeah people will come back and tell everyone and yeah so that's no, so exciting best no. advertising word of mouth totally yeah. people yeah. to people especially around here in like a small town oh yeah it's so becoming a bigger town every day that's true yeah. so that's where <laughs> that well yeah don't even get me started that has its ups oh, and man. downs yeah but um 
So if people keep moving here, and then there'll just be more business. So not that this should matter, uh, or does matter at all, but what does your husband think about that? What kind of a question is that? What kind of question is that? You're the husband. <laughs> you, I was going to say, also, you're that, the husband. That what smirks of the patriarchy. <laughs> are you? I, I, <laughs> no, that's why I said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your husband think about, thinks about it. Oh, what does he think about it? Because she's a girl boss. That's so right. Her husband doesn't matter. I, I mean, he I'm does independent. matter. Sorry. I mean, yeah, you can, you can start your own business or whatever. Uh, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, it's the 21st century. Yeah. My husband supports it. He thinks it's great. As he should. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an all right guy. <laughs> <laughs> he gives himself a pat on the back. Um, goodness. <laughs> well, you want to talk? <laughs> you wanted to talk about Bloodborne? Yeah. Okay. So I have been obsessing over this game basically. So it's from From Software. It's the name of the the company, uh, and they're the ones behind Dark Souls. So Dark Souls, you know, three came out pretty heard of that one recently. Yeah. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That was a big one, and they are notoriously known for being like difficult games. There's no oh yeah right. There's no like difficulty selection right. Uh, it's it's just hard. It's just just hard. Just insane difficulty. Uh, and past couple of weeks. I have been playing like nonstop Bloodborne. And I beat it 100% of the uh, platinum trophy for the uh, main game, which is get all of the trophies in the game. So I have 100%. 100% are hard on certain games. You have to do all the side quests, all like the yeah. unlockables. Yeah, get all, get all of the uh, unlockables. There's like uh, these things called chalice dungeons, which are like, you know, these sprawling dungeons underground that you have to uh you go through a portion of it and then you beat a boss and then you go through a portion of it and then you beat a boss but luckily kind of the meta for the game is to use uh something called like a false depth which is where someone puts in a i I believe the way that my understanding of how it works is that someone someone puts in like a root dungeon and then that takes them to a randomly generated dungeon okay and it takes them to a certain point and then they save the seed uh, off of that. It's called a glyph in this game, and it's it's like you punch in the code, and it takes you there. And you can cut out a lot of the playtime by punching in these glyphs and uh, going through it. And that's that's kind of you know ever since they came out with this idea of the chalice dungeons, it wasn't received very well by the consumers because it's like super duper grindy. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a boss in the uh, Chalice Dungeons as well as one of the weapons that you have to acquire from the Chalice Dungeons in order to 100% the game. I got there. Good job. But really, wow. proud. really good game. Uh, Carl will tell you, I spent a very long time. Do you have an hour count? Ah, uh, man, I could try and pull it up, but. It was a long you time. You played it for a solid couple weeks. It it was a long time over the course of one week. Yeah. One week. All right, so speaking of Bloodborne, uh, I think we're going to try and stream that. Yeah. We're going to play play Twitch. We're going to invite right. our good friend Dragon back, So and we're going to try and uh, get that get that going on Twitch. So that'll be fun. That so will be fun. Apparently, unbeknownst to me, that was the plan, and then I went ahead and just played it. 
It was in the group chat, bud. Come on now. Uh, you know, He's uh, a busy man. I don't know. Uh, I can't get an out our account off of the app. He's probably talking to all his cool friends. Maybe I just don't know how to do it. But now I'm playing Dark Souls 3, and uh, not to give away any really big spoilers or anything, but Bloodborne is very Lovecraftian in nature. Define that. Uh, no, I'm going to be cryptic about it. you got to figure it out. Uh, You're not familiar with Lovecraft? HP he's Lovecraft? He's got a cat that has a funny name. Oh, jeez. Don't get into We're that. We're not going to talk about it? that. No. no. Three. Stop. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> Cut the mic. Cut. Uh, uh, but anyways, so so it's very Lovecraftian in nature, and uh, I'm going to keep it that cryptic, but I have been a huge fan of HP Lovecraft's work for past couple of years, and... Uh, I wasn't expecting the game to go in the direction that it did. And I don't think I'm going to find that in Dark Souls, which is a little bit disappointing. And I am uh, really hoping for a Bloodborne 2 so that I can also do that one in a week. Relive it. Although by by that time, if I were to get that off a of release, I'm not going to have walkthroughs to help me through it. Uh, so... I'll have to use then you get to actually enjoy it to its full potential and struggle and take longer. No, I see. I I want to get a hundred percent in the games that I play, so I'm like achievement hunter over here. I am, yeah, yeah. Try to do it as efficiently as you can. Although this is one of the only games that I have gotten a hundred percent on. Uh, the Final Fantasy fifteen one. I I think I do have one for the base game. But the DLC is like insane. It's like you know, I always already have like a hundred hours into it, and I don't want to put in the two hundred hours for the DLC. That's gonna take the oh yeah, come on now, well, hours, dude. Oh my god, I almost one hundred percent of Just Cause too. Oh, that was, was a fun game. Oh yeah, I was up, I was way up in the nineties, and I just like couldn't do it all. I just didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. But there's a certain point where those last few percent are like. The percentage isn't based on the amount of time it takes to achieve right. the achievement, right? So right. it's like you're down to like 3% and you're like, what? How? I'm going to have to spend 100 more hours on top of the 300 that I already spent. For these last few missions. Yeah. Or, and yeah. you're like, yeah. uh, okay, whatever. you know. But that's the grind, man. That's the grind. Yeah, that is the grind. 100% so, in games. Right. So part of the game, part of uh, – Bloodborne is that there are multiple endings. So in order to get the achievement, the uh, 100% achievement, you have to save scum or just go back and, and play through the entire game. Uh, save scum is where you uh, save the game via the the uh, actual hardware on it and then like to a cloud or to a USB stick. And then after you beat the game, you go back and you take the... Uh, information off of the cloud or the USB stick and you put it back onto your PlayStation or whatever you're using. Uh, Instead of having to play through the entire game again. Right. Okay, gotcha. Another thing about the game is... Technically the playing by the rules. Right. I mean, right. it's still 100%. Like, you know, it's... Hey, I got the trophy. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Uh, so, so um, another thing about the game and other from Souls software games... Uh, or from software games is that there is no pause on the game. It's like 
if you aren't in a safe place, you can't just hit the pause button and walk away from it. Uh, because that'll just open up your inventory and then people will come up and kill you. Ooh. So, like, it's always been like, Mom, I can't pause. It's I'm a online. multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. It's online. But now it's like you can't pause even if it's single player. That's horrible. Right. <laughs> Man. Right. That's there's, brutal. There's, like, checkpoints and stuff that you can get to, which are, like, safe zones. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. It's like what if you bring up, like, the, the PlayStation, like... Like if you go oh, like back to the like center the button, I, yeah. I I haven't tried it. I don't think that'll work either. Oh, I'll have to go home, try it, and then uh, let report you back. Know. Yeah. 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 Do you guys ever do the trick in Skyrim where you go to uh, like you go to wait if you're like waiting for a merchant to restock or something, and you hit wait, and then you while it's counting down you hit the Xbox button or whatever. I think the Playstations did it too, and it would like skip the entire wait, like where you'd have to wait for it to count down. No. That was a good trick. Saved a lot of time. It would like and just be done. Wow. I don't know if that was on PC, though. Uh, I don't know if there's a way to exploit that on PC. I've never heard of that on PC. Yeah. It was a great Xbox But if you're going to do trick. exploits on PC, just, like, open up the <laughs> command menu. And no clip. Yeah. Just cheat. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> there's other Console exploits. commands really can break a game, uh, especially if you're like, oh, I'm just going to give myself some, like, gold or, like, caps and, like, oh, yeah. be good yeah. for a little while, and then it's, like, a uh, slippery slope. Exactly. Because right. then you're Chills like, well, uh, well, I already ruined it, so might as well do it again. Might as well ruin it a little bit more. God so, mode. But, you know, people enjoy games in different ways, so uh, totally. maybe, maybe that's the way they want to do it. There's other exploits that um, I would do, like uh, the High Hrothgar, uh, the monks. What are, I can't remember their names. It's like the... Yeah. I couldn't tell you their names. But, yeah, way the up. Greybeards. The Greybeards. Yep. I was trying uh, to think of their actual names. I was like, oh, gosh. No, no, no. no. chance. So if you're trying to get to, like, level 100 sneak, there's a, an exploit that you can do using Iron Daggers and the Greybeards where you just, like, go up and backstab them. And and then... Uh, and if you're hidden... Oh, yeah, I remember if that. If you're hidden, they don't go hostile. Right. Or so can they go hostile because they're a part of the main storyline? As long as you stay hidden... They won't go hostile. They're they're essential PC uh, NPCs, so they won't die. But uh, if my memory serves me right, did you ever smith like eight million iron daggers? Yeah, to build up your smithing uh, skill. Uh, the dwarven dwarven bows were the big ones. Those oh yeah, are, those are the meta. Really? Because you can go into the dwarven uh, underground. And get those like big a million ingots or the big pieces of like their technology. Yeah, where you can put turn them into a. You can turn them into ingots. Yeah, and then that that's the meta. That's such a fun game. I have so many fond memories of Skyrim and Fallout. Yeah, I'm, st yeah. I'm starting to lose you guys. You never starting to lose you. Guys. Never played Skyrim. <laughs> I did. So another thing is that those those giant pieces of dwarven metal are like really heavy, right? And if you just give them to your follower, they're going to be overburdened. Uh, I'm sworn to carry your burdens, Lydia. Lydia. So, but Lydia was awesome. If you tell your follower to pick up a uh, an item, it doesn't overburden them. Really? For whatever reason, so you can have them pick up every one of these giant pieces of dwarven metal, and they're fine. Honestly, any of the the Bethesda or like Fallout Three, New Vegas, or Skyrim, I never had companions. 
I just never really? I never did companions. They always got in my way and like bothered me. Yeah, honestly. Uh, or like give give your sneak away. Or if like, you're trying to sneak mm-hmm. and you're in a Bethesda game, it's like don't have a companion. Boom, just start sniping people. It's like no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it gets to a point for me where I've grinded so long uh, in a sneak build where eventually I just level up all of my other uh, skills so far where it's like I don't need to sneak anymore. I don't need to use this overpowered. Just go, just go one hit everyone. So yeah, so um, the sneak archery builds are always really fun in Skyrim. That is the, I hate to use the word meta again, but here it comes. That is the meta. Yeah, that's OP in Skyrim. Super overpowered. Uh, I only ever did one handed and uh, like one handed and block and stealth archer builds. One handed block and stealth. Because one handed block is really really fun. Yeah, I was never into two. I never did two handed. or like I never ever did a Magicka build. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I just never was that interested in it. So, my have you ever been to that place in Skyrim where it's like a maze? It's like a labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like hidden part of the map, or it's not really hidden, but it's not like a marked part of the map, and it's yeah. this big. It's called like Labyrinthian. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I remember that. And it's like a puzzle, and there's like rewards, but it's like a big maze. Right. You have to do that for the one of the masks or a couple of the masks. Yep, yeah. One of the um. Daedra masks, or what mm. do they call that? It was the uh, the dragon priest. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've Such a fun game. Yeah, I think they really blew that. that I can't believe that game came out in like 2011. And oh it's my still, God. still 11, very 11, playable. 11. November That's right. 11th of 2011. Yeah, such a fun game. Yeah, that was a really good one. I can't believe Brady hasn't played more of it. I've, I've played a decent amount, but just not... I don't know that deep of details as you guys do. I oh, was yeah. more of like a cursory <laughs> player, you know? Uh, Did you ever do anything with the do not delete chests? You ever, uh, where you can clip out of the map? You, you take yeah. you take a wooden platter and you walk up into the wall with it and you clip out of the map? Wait, there's one... And there's a... In, they're in almost every shop. There is one in... Uh, I think it's called Dragon's Reach? Underneath... Yep, in Whiterun? In White Run, yep, and with the uh, with the forge there, the forge master. There's one of those. Um, yeah, there was a good way. Um, yeah, that. Uh, what was that guy's name? Nah, no, you're not. Uh, I don't know. Some. White, yeah, the white smith beard. that's upright by the upright by the uh, the actual castle. He was like something white beard, I think. Yeah. Um. But you can actually. There's a way where you can jump on a barrel and jump out of the map, yeah. or you basically jump out of White Run. And then right. you can you can walk around and there's like these big like glitchy voided areas, and there's this one particular spot where you can like walk into this rock just right and fall through and be under the map. Yeah. And then you can like go up chest. and just like and yeah every uh, every like merchant would have a chest. You could just empty his inventory. And you could just empty empty his inventory, all of his gold, everything, and that's just the, clean him out. That's the best way to get level 100 speech. Is you clear out his inventory and then you go back and sell it all again. Oh, yeah. And you go back underneath, and you clear out the inventory, and then you go back and sell it all again. Well, the problem with the... I always hated how the merchants always had very limited gold. Yeah. So you could sell them some stuff, and then you're like, okay, if I sell them any more, like, I'm just going to get rid of it and not get any gold for right. it. Right. So then you, just, you have to, like, wait for their stuff to re... Yeah. Once you get all the stones... Such a fun of, game. Did you ever get all the stones of Barantaya? Nope. Never got all of them. Okay. So I, I got into like I got like six of them and I'm like I can't because I heard that the actual reward in the end is not that impressive. <laughs> well, once you get all the stones, you're basically set for life on money. You just get unlimited gems from everywhere. Y- you have, it's essentially unlimited money. Really? Yeah. Like, what do you mean you get unlimited gems from everywhere? Well, every chest that you open, you'll get sapphires, diamonds, rubies, 
and then you can go sell them and you have it just gets you like insane luck or something it's right yeah it just gives you more gems like every every single chest that you open every i think every npc that you kill uh, <laughs> and then there's a great there's a uh, in Fallout 3 in New Vegas there's perks that you can choose when you level up Right, and there's one. <laughs> oh, okay. We're switching to Fallout Three now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting okay. back to the. We're, so, like, there's one. I, I won't dwell on this too long. But there's one perk that you can get where it's like, oh, the when you if you ever find ammo, you'll find like a bunch more of it. Like you okay. have better luck. Oh yeah. And so you would go and like you'd open up an ammo can. There'd normally be like ten rounds of 308, and there's like 120. Jeez. And then all of a sudden you you just have like way more ammo than you know what to do with. Yeah. And ammo know, doesn't have weight in a. When I played when I played Fallout Four, uh, there, you know, I always struggled with with ammo, especially in the early and mid game. It's like it's so hard to come by. Yeah, ammo can be kind of scarce, and I know I I beat Fallout Four once, and then was just like, I've played Fallout Three in New Vegas so many times, all the way through all the DLCs. But I beat Fallout Four once. I was also older, and I was getting less interested in video games, and I was like, yeah, this is fun. Like I'm good. Yeah. Every time I try to replay it, I'm just like, yeah, it's not the same as like Fallout 3 or New Vegas. Honestly. Just grew up with those, you know? Well, what do you say, Brady? Oh, man. Wow, that was a lot. Oh, yeah, so in Fallout 3. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We'll eventually wrap things up. Um, Okay, did you have enough to say about Bloodborne? Yeah, I think so. And everything else, too? Well, actually, there's one more thing. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Um. Okay, I think that we're just about ready to wrap it up then. Yeah. Um, it's been a good first episode with video. Yeah, this if is really you're, cool. If you are seeing us on video, uh, congratulations. This is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, we have T-shirts. Uh, very limited supply. So if you're interested in a T-shirt, let us know because we really we, we, we actually have limited supply. Like there's not a whole lot of them to go around, um, so yeah. like fifty. Uh, yeah, but then you got to include sizes oh. and different colors, and it, it, you know, so very limited. Yeah, very limited. If you want one, let us know. We'll uh, we'll help you out. Let us know at impairedupstairs.com. There's a contact us page. Go there, click the button. There's a format all laid out for you to just type in all the information uh or you can email us at impairedupstairs.com that's right you can send us a snap at impaired up s-t-r-s send us a dm on instagram it's uh at impaired upstairs yes it is yeah easy peasy mm-hmm. uh you can find us on impairedupstairs.com you can find us on google podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Audible, Audible. Mm-hmm. We are on Audible. Yeah. Um the video will only be available I think it'll be available on the website. Okay. It won't be available on Some uh, embedding. the podcast like the the traditional podcast hosts. Can we like get it on Spotify? Spotify? No. See, if you have a $100 million deal with Spotify, oh. like Joe Rogan, then you can have video. They'll okay. slip in some video. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but if you're a regular old person, I looked into this. If you're a regular per- regular old person, no dice. What um, about a regular young person? 
Um, regular young people, probably even worse. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Bottom you can of the food chain. check us out on all those platforms. Yeah. Um, if you want to be a guest, uh, go back about 30 seconds and listen to all the places that I said that you can contact us with. Uh, you know, just let us know. Yeah. Just on one of them. I like mean, out of all those choices, one we, will work. We've got guests like knocking down our doors to get on. So oh, yeah. uh, you better get in now. Yeah, we put on a wait list. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So get in now before it's too late. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're a pretty intelligent person. Um, yeah. So Very intelligent person. It, it's, we would probably be interested in having you as a guest just just for the fact that you know you listen and so that means you're you're just a stud a good good person to have on um, a girl boss a total girl boss mm-hmm. seriously um, or a guy boss if you're a guy or a guy nope. boss N- okay just girl even if you're a guy or girl boss girl boss okay right on um well i guess with that uh when we're not out playing video games uh we'll be here upstairs Impaired.